Heisje. Listening to Saving Our Sisters podcast with your host, Vicki L. Kemp, author, Christian influencer, speaker, and mentor. This podcast is to empower and educate women across the globe to become better in life and living. Visit her at VickiLynnKemp.com where you'll find inspiration and encouragement. And also check out her latest products and services. Hello, my beautiful sisters. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Shugs. It's your girl, Vicki L. Kemp. Welcome to my podcast. Once again, Saving Our Sisters. I'm so glad that you decided once again to join into the conversation. Hey, check this out. If this is your first time, let me take a moment to welcome you. Welcome to Saving Our Sisters. Go ahead, run it all all the way back to your tribe, your village, your family, your aunties, and allow them to also be a part of the conversation. I'm super excited today, but first, let me give a weather report real quick. I live in Bakersfield, California, and it is a whopping 106 degrees. It's going to be a hot summer. Listen, what are you doing for the summer? I'm going to be in my pool, poolside, sipping on some lemonade and drinking a lot of H2O. How about that? But anyway, I'm super excited today because I have a very special guest. And she is such an amazing young lady. She's bright, she's beautiful, and she's going somewhere, right? So I said, hey, come on, talk to your grandma. It's my granddaughter, Tori. Hey, Tori. Hey. Hey. (laughs) She's a little shy. And she's also coming out with her podcast, um, Livey. What is it? Vibing with Tori G. So grandma going to get her going so she can be um, an influencer to her millennial community. So what's up, Tori? <laughs> you got such a beautiful smile. Y'all, I wish y'all could see her. She got all the natural hair curls going on, looking cute today. So, Tori, let the people know how you doing. I'm good. You're good. I'm doing really good. You're doing really good? Well, you look good. Thank you. So, what's going on um, with your life? Um, I'm so excited that you have such a bright future ahead of you you are a graduate of stockdale high school hey (laughs) right in bakersfield california currently attending bakersfield college how do you feel about college uh it's a challenge i'm just trying to get used to the transition of being back in person and Mm -hmm. getting back into the groove of things Uh, it's been hard but um I like the challenge. You like the challenge? Because I'm getting back into 
seeing who I am and what I want to do and being in public and being surrounded by people again, which is nice because the pandemic really did kind of shake things a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure. All the time. Yeah. But, and I'm sure that is a challenge, mm -hmm. you know, because you had a routine going on. Yeah. And then when something shifts you, when life interruptions happen, it's like, now I got to go back in person. Mm -hmm. So have you met friends? Do you have some friends up there at school? Yeah, uh, it was kind of hard, you know, mm -hmm. being social again. Because it's like you were shut off for so long. And okay. then being able to go back in person, it was kind of socially awkward for a minute. Because mm. it was kind of hard to approach people or just be, you know, vocally open to uh, new conversations but it was nice getting to meet new people and just being able to see where everyone's at in life um, i like the your choice of words <laughs> socially awkward so tell me a little bit about that um, you felt like that or you felt like everybody felt like that i think it was more of everyone felt like that because mm -hmm. you can just feel the vibe of everyone around you well i tend to do that a lot i can feel the vibe mm -hmm. of everyone around me and just being in the classrooms or uh, walking around campus, you can tell people were to themselves mm. and not as social as we used to be before the pandemic. But as the teachers, I could say they really helped a lot because they gave us a lot of icebreakers and they mm -hmm. gave us a lot of mm -hmm. group assignments to help us be more social again. So I, I, I would say that really helped me a lot when opening up more and you know, being more social okay. and putting myself out there okay, good. to meet new people. That's cool. That's cool. You have such a bubbly, um, although sometimes you're quiet, but you have a bubbly personality. Um, how do you feel about the college scene? Do you feel like um, college is for everyone? Because listen, we want this podcast to reach a lot of millennials mm -hmm. that are struggling that are yeah. going through that are trying to figure it out trying to find their place mm -hmm. because it's a big world out there and everybody's diverse and come from different backgrounds we're all different so how do you feel as a millennial about college um i can definitely say school isn't for everyone mm -hmm. um i agree it's more of just if you have the motivation to do it and mm. you have a set goal in place okay. and you know what you're striving for, uh, college is definitely not the place for you to figure it out. Because one, college is not free. And <laughs> two, that part? Uh, it's just, there's a lot that goes into it. College yeah. is not easy. Yeah. And especially now in this day and age with this generation, mental health has become a very big problem. Mm, and yes. if you don't have the right mental stability to go to school, mm -hmm. then or the capacity, that's fine. Just take the time to work on you, but make sure that you're doing something throughout that time because you don't okay. want it to be doing nothing. Okay. But yeah, school is definitely not for everyone. I, I realized that like I'm good when it comes to school. I just have to make sure that I'm in the right headspace to do mm -hmm. school and mm -hmm. I'm in the um, right headspace to achieve my goals and actually set proper goals because mm -hmm. um, I'm a goal setter. I love setting goals. I love, um, you know, striving for something. I love trying new things. Yeah, so that's good. That's that's always been, you know, good for me. But 
throughout this whole transition, especially going into adulthood, mm-hmm. it's man it's been crazy it's crazy huh coming out of high school now you're going into college trying to find a good job you want you're still trying to figure it out but i like that you know what you want to do you know what you are striving for and that's a good thing because there are a lot of you still trying to figure it out figure it out they are lost yeah and you said a big you addressed the big elephant which was mental health Mm -hmm. we have had what we can't count them all so many people that are that have took their lives yeah. and still dealing with anxiety and um, depression and not wanting to go to therapy how do you feel about therapy i feel like let me let me give you my little spin on okay it. i feel like therapy i heard someone say is a strategy yeah. and i think it's important i think it's necessary but people don't want they don't take the time to yeah. invest in themselves yeah. what do you think about people that are dealing with mental health um i feel like it's something that should be taken very seriously mm-hmm. and it's something that should be talked about more mm-hmm. uh, as far as therapy uh to be completely honest i wasn't i wasn't for therapy in the beginning okay. i didn't understand it and mm-hmm. i never saw the point of talking to someone that didn't understand my situation okay. or didn't go through my situation okay but um in your situation do you want to share uh, maybe one tablet like just trying to figure it out uh one tablet um i had a very hard childhood okay so there's been a lot of trauma that i'm still dealing with okay and it's hard to talk about nonetheless uh go through because it does affect you later on in life Mm -hmm. there are certain things in life that kind of do trigger you in ways Mm. and you just don't know how to cope with them or go about them in the proper way okay um but with that i noticed that the first step you have to take is acknowledging the fact that you know you have mental health issues and you need someone mm-hmm. to talk to yeah um, and it's not a bad thing yeah it's not it's definitely not no, a bad I think thing that's why they always say break the stigma ask for help yeah it's not bad Mm-mm. it's so. not it's, it's definitely not a bad thing um in the beginning i did think like oh people are gonna think i'm crazy i'm talking to some <laughs> therapist yeah but in, in all honesty we need someone we can talk to um and it doesn't always have to be a therapist it can be a close friend right or a right. family member but at the same time you ha- kind of have to watch who you talk to because not everyone understands where you're coming from right. which is why it's great that's to seek professional talk. health that's real talk somebody that have the tools right they've been to school they're educated right. and they know how to guide you without harm and millennials out there in podcast land they won't tell your business right and it's they have the ability to carry your the weight of what you lay on them come on you better come on and tell the world listen (laughs) talk about that for a minute you said the weight to carry what come on here you you can't you can't lay everything out for 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 everybody especially Mm -hmm. family or or friends it's Mm -hmm. just too much yeah and some people they either don't know how to carry it or um they don't know how to receive it and sometimes when you when you vent or when you need someone to talk to most of the time it's just for me to speak it out loud it's just Mm -hmm. for me to 
have the knowledge of knowing that someone is hearing me. That's Not right. all the time, you know, when we talk or um, when we need someone to confide in, we, we need an answer or, you know, we want feedback. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just for us to clear our heads. Mm-hmm. and even, To release, for the release. Yeah, and even mm-hmm. in that, people feel like they have to carry what they've been told or, you know, they have to figure out how to deal with it themselves. Take ownership of what you're going through. Take yeah. responsibility, especially if it's an adult, mm-hmm. parents, grandmother, mm-hmm. even your siblings. That's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times, I don't think millennials realize that, in my opinion, that parents are going through their own personal right. trauma, um, their experiences in life that they're trying to also figure out now as an adult. Yeah. But sometimes youth, millennials, children, they look and they should. But um, I think it gets complicated when they look to the look to the adults for all things and they sometimes we don't have all the answers right you know we don't know (laughs) we're still trying to figure it out ourselves but you are so bright i'm glad that you are level-headed enough to know so did did therapy help you it did it Mm -hmm. did and i can say that i feel like it only helped me because it was another black woman Mm. and i uh that was an advantage no shade. Let me put my hands in the back. Listen, y'all hear the fan going in the back if y'all hear that noise because it's hot in yeah, Bakersfield. It's super but hot. But we cool up in here, though. <laughs> wow. So you, okay, come on, talk. Okay, yeah. I see you. I, I really enjoyed having her as a therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just because she's black, but because um, I feel like I kind of got lucky with my therapist because she understood my trauma because she Mm. went through it herself as well Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. and we were able to share that grief Mm -hmm. and we were and she was able to give me some pointers on how she was able to cope with that situation so I I can say that if it was anybody else Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would have gotten the same results I've gotten today wow and that's grace that's grace. And I'm sure she could, I, her being an African-American lady, yeah. she understood your culture. Uh-huh. That that speaks volumes. That's good. That's really good. Um, yeah. Would you continue therapy? Or you think you could do the maintenance part of it? Yeah, I definitely uh, want to continue therapy. It's something we all need. It's not something that, you know, you can do for a couple of days or a couple of months mm-hmm. and be fine. Uh, therapy is definitely... Uh, a choice it's something that you choose daily that's right just like you choose life or you choose relationships mm-hmm. even even your relationship like spiritually you choose it daily that's good um, there then there's steps to it it's not always going to be easy there's going to be harder days uh and there you'll sometimes you'll have easier calm days mm-hmm. but as long as you're willing to put yourself through the work necessary mm-hmm. you're definitely going to have some some bright outcomes that's good that's good Tori, how would you encourage a young person struggling? Like you're how old? Uh, 18. I'll be 19 in June. Hey, June. (laughs) Hello, birthday coming up. How would you encourage uh, a young lady? Um, uh, What would you say to a young girl depressed, um, trying to figure life out at at a bad place? What would you say to them? First off, I would let her know that 
you know, everything is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would let her know that, you know, you're, you're going to be fine. Okay, uh, I'll let that's her know. Good. Like, you're, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also let her know that despite whatever you're going through or however you feel, go through the motions Mm -hmm. because you need to feel whatever you're feeling because they're there for a reason Mm -hmm. and you don't always want to bottle them up or you don't always want to put them to the side you have to go through the motions okay Um, that's only gonna help you progress to the next level Mm -hmm. um i would definitely ask her girl wait a minute what we jamming to i'm in tory space y'all i don't know what we're (laughs) listening to but i'm I didn't start moving from side to side, but anyway, <laughs> I had to get that in. I know they like, what's all that noise in the background? We grooving over here. Yes. But, um, um wow. That's I, good. I, would, I would definitely ask them, uh, mm-hmm. where's their happy place? Where is their happy place? Or what is your happy place? What is your happy place? Mm. That's good. I, I have to. I'll ask myself that question in my quiet time it's, too. It's something that I I ask myself daily. Mm-hmm. You always have to know where your happy place is. Where your happy place is. You always I like have that. to know how to bring yourself back home. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're the only one that truly has your back. Girl, listen, 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 listen. I'm so proud of this girl. What are you gonna be when? You, what is your ultimate dream in life? What do you want to do? Because you have a lot of wisdom. For 18 year old and that I'm sure that came from the experiences yeah so some of those experiences that you went through was for not was not for nothing right is to allow you to be a blessing to somebody else mm-hmm. your testimony to another young girl girl I see you you can make it and yeah. that's a beautiful thing Thank although you. when you was going through it you're like listen mama daddy where y'all at yeah. this is not good so yeah wow yeah. That's good. So I think I definitely in the future see myself being a therapist myself. That's um, good. I think you'll be great at it. Thank you. I want to do marriage and family therapy, but we'll see where mm-hmm. it takes me. Mm-hmm. I definitely love working with people. I love, you know, giving people advice. I just mm-hmm. love making people happy and seeing them yeah. smile. That that makes it's my a day. beautiful thing. It is. It's a beautiful thing. What are some of your ha- hobbies? Uh, I love painting. Mm-hmm. I love drawing. Uh. I'll read occasionally. It just depends on what I'm reading. Uh, I uh, Your noticed. mom just got a new book for her birthday. She did. Bamboozled by Jesus. <laughs> check it out. Check it out. I said she, she better read that book. I'm going to have to take it and read it. But check it out. Let I'm me know what you think. I'm going to read it for her. Yeah. And then tell her. And I like how you take pictures. You're yeah. such a great photographer. Um, It's something that... I am starting to take more seriously because it was a hobby when I was mm-hmm. younger. Uh, I always loved taking pictures. I love taking natural pictures, like of uh, just nature mm-hmm. or um, of just, just different sceneries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely something that I've taken more seriously. I just completed a photo shoot for a friend. Oh, cool. She is getting uh, married in July. Really? You exciting. did the photo shoot? Yeah, it was That's fun. Good. Just being in the environment of seeing uh fiancés just seeing mm-hmm. a happy couple that's okay. that's something that you know I'm, i really much enjoyed because yeah. i have i have plenty plenty of yeah. great examples of what relationships are supposed to look like yeah and how you treat one another that's so, so true yeah it was it was nice that's true wow that's beautiful thank you alex 
and your dad and yes. your mom and dad and they're such a lovable couple right so that's a great example yeah you have a lot of great examples of what and I, and I know your dad Brian don't play uh-uh. <laughs> <At all>. <laughs> <laughs> you got the type of daddy that's not gonna play and that's good because yeah. he wants the best for you yeah and he's going to get the best because he's not going to accept nothing else, uh-uh. nothing less. That, so nope. That's a good thing. So what do you feel about parenting? Um, you think it's necessary from, it's what, from how your parents parent you? It's very Do you appreciate necessary. it? Do you get frustrated? Let's talk about it for a few seconds. All of it. All, all of it. Of it. <laughs> Check all the of box it. E. All of the above. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. And there's there's so many emotions that mm-hmm. tie into parenting, but yeah. I, I but I went. I'm what? I'll be 54. I went through it when I was young. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's 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 all the same. But yeah. I promise you, when you get older, you're gonna appreciate the lessons, the tests. You're gonna appreciate right. the chastisement. Right. Go to your room, clean up, do better. I'm not accepting that. Right. You're better than that. You're worthy. You're valuable. When you grow up to being a, a grown, grown woman past 21, you're going to be like, mm, I get it. Even when you turn 25, it's going to look different from 18. When right. you get 30, it's going to look different from 25. And you'll begin to appreciate life at a better degree. Yeah. 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 I, I appreciate my parents. They do so much for me. They do. I learned and that's a beautiful thing because a lot of youth millennials they don't have it that way they no. don't have that's why they're so broken that's why they're yet in trauma yeah depressed dealing with a lot of anxiety that's on the rise lately yeah um because they don't have that support system right and i noticed that a lot even with friends in high school uh when it came to the relationship they had with their parents because a lot of my friends found it weird that you know i tell my dad everything or like just the relationship that we have and Mm -hmm. i'm like how is that weird like (laughs) i don't see how you find that weird like without my dad i don't know where i but obviously i care about my mom but it's like it's just different relationship yeah Yeah. and especially even like my my girlfriends they were like no i always go to my mom i'm like well i go to my dad yeah that's beautiful though that he's open to hear yeah and you're open to share yeah and so I, I think that does look different for a lot of younger i'm not telling my daddy that i feel like it's vital you always need to be open and honest about whatever you're going mm-hmm. through because even when it's bad y'all out there yeah even when it is bad. yeah i used to tell your mommy alex um i don't care how bad it is i want to know Right. And I used to tell her and Alexis, don't let your name beat you back home. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear what you're doing in the streets. I want to know first. Right. And so I think parents have to be open. But a lot of times youth, they dumb me down and they shrink because it's like I'm going to get in trouble. So I'm, I'm going to just keep this as a secret. I'd rather lie. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather lie than tell the truth. But you might as well tell the truth because... Nine times out of a ten, out of ten, they gon' we gonna find out anyway. Right, but part of that, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like parents play a part in that too. Mm-hmm. When it does come to your children confiding in you mm-hmm. and and being open with you, um, parents nowadays or that I've seen, they're not as comforting with their children as mm, they should be. That that's I've seen. Good. They don't let their children know that they're open, you know, to conversation. Okay. And open to, you know, uh, 
whatever mm-hmm. your child may be going through. Mm-hmm. So they ought to be more available. Yeah, just and just, not so busy with their own stuff. Yeah, that's good. I'll take that. Uh huh. I yeah. I feel like parents do play a part in that as well because mm-hmm. you got to let your children know that you are mentally available for whatever they have going on. Mentally available. Okay, so I want to take a couple seconds. And I want you to speak to parents. And what advice could you give parents from a, from your perspective at, at the place of being only 18 years old? I would let them know that even though we understand as teenagers or kids that you guys have your own struggles and, you know, you guys are going through stuff on a daily basis as well. I would let parents know that just try and take time out of your day no matter the day or time to let your child or child know that you know you are there and that you do see them mm-hmm, and that you do mm-hmm. hear them um that's good because like we we know our parents are busy we know they have a, a big plate of their own without us so it's like that's really good tori i i that's just really good want parents to be more open to mm-hmm. like even if you're mad like Put those feelings aside just so you can listen to me in this conversation real quick. Mm-hmm. Just hear where I'm at right And be now. present. Right. Right. And I'm learning to do that as an adult with my friends, uh-huh. with my husband, grandpa. Be more present. Yeah. I don't need my mind to be all the way over here because you never get the all of that individual. Right. So that's really good. Right. Yeah. I would definitely just ask parents to... Let their kids know that, you know, you are there for them Mm -hmm. and that you do support them and that uh, no matter what they're going through, they can always rely on you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Growing up, my dad always told me, uh, no matter good or bad, I don't care if you if you hurt somebody, I don't care if you're going to go to jail, call me. (laughs) Right. And I can see him, too. Yeah. And Tori. And and that always stuck with me because it's like. Well, dang, now I know, like, no matter mm-hmm. what I'm going through, I know I can always call yeah, my dad. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Um, I know your mommy, Brandy, lives in Texas. Yes. And you have a good relationship with your mom. Yes. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you have another mommy, Mommy Alex. Yes. How has Mommy Alex helped you in the home with your dad? Um, It's been fun. She <laughs> Y'all be lit at y'all house. Y'all laugh a lot. She She's is. hilarious literally like my best friend she's she's amazing uh oh, she's helped so me sweet. grow into the woman i am today mm-hmm. i can say she's definitely helped me get to where i am today just showing me the basic necessities of what it is to be a young lady and mm-hmm. how to uh present yourself you know mm-hmm. how the right way to walk how to how to talk you know <laughs> which hats to wear in different environments uh yeah, she's 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 amazing. That's good. She That's is. good that you have a relationship with you don't say step, but yeah. both of your moms. I think that's beautiful and you know how to balance that. Yeah. I could tell you know how to balance that. Um, so we don't excuse the noise, y'all, but we're gonna keep this interview going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> is. But it's no, the that, no, that's below. okay. That's okay. Yeah. So that's a beautiful thing. That is so, so beautiful. So yeah. How do you feel about being a big sister? <laughs> <laughs> like that's a whammy question. 
You gotta be an example, I'm sure. But I know sometimes they're annoying. Little Brent Brent and then a <laughs> little butter. It's BJ, but they love their big sister. It's 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 an amazing thing being the oldest mm-hmm. because I get to see them all grow up mm-hmm. and just experience life like I did. Yeah. And just seeing them go through the different trials and stuff like like uh the different conversations that me and BJ have had recently. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it hurts my heart because he's getting so much older. Like he's going to junior high. Yeah. And that is not it's not scary, but it's like, dang, he's really growing mm-hmm. up. Like And you have a role to be that example yeah. before him, uh, a person of great character and empathy and listening to him. Like we want our parents to listen to us and yeah. he might want you to listen to him. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing too. Yeah. He's definitely pulled me aside for some conversations lately. And in those moments, like I wanted to cry because I'm like, dang, like he sees me as like his big sister. Wow. <laughs> but I, oh, I take pride that's in it. Good. That's good. They're very special moments. Yeah. Uh, I can't say it does get hard sometimes because personally for me, I feel like I do have to be well, obviously I don't have to be, but I kind of put a lot of pressure on myself to be mm-hmm. that you know role model for them teaching them right from wrong mm-hmm. letting them see like uh how to be the head of the household take mm-hmm. care of your siblings mm-hmm. helping out with the parents because mm-hmm. and not get frustrated because they're children yeah yeah mm-hmm. and something that i've been struggling with lately is transitioning into the fact that i am a young adult now Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, you can't live in mom and dad's house forever. You're yeah. not going to be able to watch BJ and Brinley yeah. forever. And it was, it's kind of hard because I noticed that I was in a, a place where I felt the need to live my life through them. I felt like I needed to be there through wow. everything that they were doing. Uh, so when it hit me that like, you're 18. You're going you're gonna to be 19. It's time for you to get your own place. It's time for you to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I kind of broke down for a little bit because I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. You got to move on now. That's the transition part. You got to you gotta take the next step mm-hmm. into becoming who Tori is supposed to be. That's right. And it, was, it was hard in the beginning. I had, to, I had a long conversation mm-hmm. with God. But uh, I just had to remind myself, like, you can always come back home. You know, they're always there to Listen, visit. Listen, that's the beautiful thing. You leave right. 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 <laughs> you can always come back home. Yeah. Dad and mom is moms, both moms and dad, they're always going to be there. Yeah. So that's a beautiful thing. But, Tori, I admire you because I already see you know what you need to do. You know what you want. You just have to do the right thing to execute that. Yeah. And stay the course. Yeah. Keep your goals in focus and you will get there. And give yourself some grace. Repeat after me. Give yourself, give yourself some, grace. some grace. And when you do that, you won't become so hard on yourself. Because yeah. we are not perfect people. No. Thank you for talking to me today, girl. Um, so, as we close, um, give some advice to some girlfriends. What would you say to a girlfriend? that is looking to have friends that are stuck and may not have meaningful relationships? 
how would you inspire them? Uh, for closing out, I would inspire you to make sure that you have a good relationship with yourself first. That's make good. sure That's that good. you love yourself first because you, you can't love anybody else if you don't love who you are. Mm -hmm. You got to love yourself through any and all phases and mm -hmm. transitions that you're going through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that'll help you in any future relationships whether they be platonic or romantic well come you'll on know, yeah. you'll, that's, you'll, that's good you'll, you'll know what to do uh, but always be open always have an open mind uh, be willing to try new things and meet new people you don't always have to be closed off or stick to a particular crowd it's always mm -hmm. good to, to reach out Yeah. because you just never know what you might be into or what you're missing out on that's right that's right, girl. Hey, high five. Hey. <laughs> so I thank you for taking time out to chat with me. And thank I know you. this episode will be a blessing to millennials and some parents out there. Listen, I yes. need to give their children some time and some space. Yeah. And um, I admire you. And I just want to encourage you to keep going. You are such a blessing. You have a voice. Keep your mouth moving. Keep talking. Keep um, empowering and inspired, inspiring every life that you come in contact with, everybody that you meet, be you. Look, I'm trying. <laughs> You're doing trying. it. You're doing a good thing. You're yeah. doing a good thing. This definitely encouraged me, though. Yeah. I'm going to take this and see what I can do with my podcast. So you guys stay tuned for yeah, that. Yeah, stay tuned with vibing with Tori G. So thank you all out there for being a part of the conversation with my amazing granddaughter, Tori G. Um, stay tuned for her episode, vibing with Tori G. As you can see, she know where she's going, she know what to do, and she's gonna help a lot of people in life. So thank you for joining me. Don't forget to hit me up on my website, VickiLynnKemp.com. Also follow me on the gram, IG, at Lady Vicky L. Kemp. And I look forward to chatting with you. And until the next time we talk, my sisters, stay in peace. And don't you dare remain in pieces. Peace out. You want to tell the people bye? Bye. Bye. <laughs> You're listening to Saving Our Sisters Podcast with your host, Vicki L. Kemp, author, Christian influencer, speaker, and mentor. This podcast is to empower and educate women across the globe to become better in life and living. Visit her at VickiLynnKemp.com where you'll find inspiration and encouragement. And also, check out her latest products and services.